Welcome to the TappingSolution.com's Bits and Pieces podcast, where we share information designed to change your life. Whether you're new to EFT tapping or an old hand, you'll find simple, inspiring information to brighten your day, motivate you, and help you live your best life. To learn more about tapping, visit thetappingsolution.com. Now, here's today's clip. Hi there. In today's podcast, we have a fantastic clip from my sister Jessica's Hay House radio show. I hope you enjoy the clip. And today's topic is happiness guilt. Happiness guilt. So what is happiness guilt? We experience happiness guilt when we have a moment of happiness followed by many guilt-causing questions like, do I deserve to feel happy? Do I do enough to be happy? Am I allowed to be happy when people around me aren't? These questions come up and all of a sudden we feel this guilt. We might answer no to these questions thinking, well, how can I be happy if somebody else is having a hard time? And I can tell you logically all of the reasons why it is important to say yes, that you deserve happiness to make that conscious choice. And we hear a lot about it. We read a lot of books about why it's so important to put our happiness first. The reality is if we struggle with this, it comes from some experience in our past and we tend to have a real physical reaction. So yes, consciously we know, okay, I want to be happy. I want to choose happiness. But when the moment comes, we can be so overwhelmed with fear and emotions that we go right back to the guilt and the worry and the fear and the uncertainty. In my podcast, Adventures in Happiness on iTunes, I interviewed Dr. Mario Martinez, who is a neuroscientist who studies cultures and how the culture that you are raised in impacts your ability to be happy, your health, and your longevity. And one of the things that he said in his book, The Mind Body Code, Code The Mind Body Code, which I circled and underlined, he wrote, replacing the comfort of known misery with the discomfort of unknown joy can be one of the main obstacles on your path to wellness. I'm going to say that again. Replacing the comfort of known misery with the discomfort of unknown joy can be one of the main obstacles on your path to wellness. So what does this really mean? What it means is that if we have grown up in a culture, in an environment where we, we are so used to feeling that guilt, maybe we picked it up from our mother or our father, we're so used to feeling that misery. All of a sudden, we have moments of joy, and these moments feel new, and they feel uncertain. And because they are so new, we stop ourselves, and those questions come in. Is it safe to be happy? Do I deserve to feel happy? Am I allowed to be happy? And so we want to begin to dig in, to begin to understand where these questions are coming from and where these limiting beliefs are coming from. So a way to get clear on what might be holding you back 
is to take a moment and look at the rules that you have around happiness. Now, for many, these are very unconscious rules. So for example, the way that you understand what your rule is, is to, an- to, is to finish the sentence, I can't be happy unless. I can't be happy unless. I can't be happy unless the kids are behaving perfectly. I can't be happy unless I finish paying the mortgage. I can't be happy unless I find a loving relationship. I can't be happy unless I lose weight. We need to begin to look at these rules and realize that what we're looking at isn't reality. It's not a fact. Your happiness has nothing to do with the shape of your body. It has nothing to do with your mortgage payment. It has everything to do with the present moment and whether you give yourself the ability to experience joy. My friend Marcy Shymoff, the New York Times bestselling author, has an amazing book called Happy for No Reason. And that's what we want to strive to. We want to strive to coming from a place where we say, I can be, be happy right now because the miracle of life is that when we begin to feel good, then all of those other things fall into place. Now, this sounds like a cute idea. Some people might think it sounds woo-woo, but let's break this down. Why is it that if we choose to feel happy first, it'll help us gain all the things that we want and not the other way around. We gain the things that we want and then it leads to happiness. The reason is when you are feeling guilt, stress, and worry, it is hard to be innovative, it's hard to be resourceful, and it's hard to solve problems. If you ask yourself, where am I when I get the best ideas? Many of you will say in the shower or when I'm going for a walk or right as I'm falling asleep. It's those moments of relaxation when we begin to tap into our intuition, we begin to find the answers and the ideas that we're looking for. But instead, we have a strategy of worrying, thinking I need this worry in order to find the solution. And let me ask you, how is that working out for you? It doesn't work. And so when it comes to looking at the rules around happiness, we need to begin to first understand that the happiness needs to become first. It needs to be the priority. And then it becomes easier to achieve the things that we want to achieve. And one of the reasons that we don't do this strategy, why we we don't choose to be happy first, is that we have this fear. We have this fear that if I'm happy, then I just won't care, that I'll let my guard down and everything will go bad, that I need to be stressed and worried to be aware of danger. And it couldn't be further from the truth, but it's how many of us have been wired. So it's really important to begin to do some tapping around this. So again, answer that question. I can't be happy unless. What is the answer? So what I'm, we're going to do here is we're going to do some tapping and I want you to keep in mind your answer. And let's begin by saying that statement out loud. So I can't be happy unless, and in this case, I'm going to use the topic because it's one I'm so familiar with, unless I lose weight. I can't be happy unless I lose weight. For you, it might not be weight. We're going to tap anyway. Repeat after me, because even if your focus is on finances, even if you tap along, replace the words, or even just say exactly what I'm saying your mind will make the connection and you will experience what's so often called borrowing benefits. So when you say out loud to yourself, I can't be happy unless, and you fill in the blank, 
how true does that feel on a scale of one to 10? 10 feels like it's 100% true. No, I can't be happy until I lose weight. I know it. It's always been like this. I cannot be happy unless I lose this weight. Okay. So again, it could be finances. It could be finding a relationship, whatever it is, get clear, give it a number. How true does that feel? And now we're going to begin to start doing some tapping. If you are new to tapping, please go to the tapping solution.com. That's the tapping solution.com. And you can see where the points are. But as we tap, I will let you know where to tap. It's a very forgiving process. So even if you're a little bit off, it's fine. Just give yourself the opportunity to experiment with this and have an experience. So let's begin by taking a nice deep breath in, in through your nose. And exhale through your mouth. <sighs> Big sigh. Let's do it one more time. Inhale. And exhale. And let's begin to tap. So we're going to tap on the karate chop point. And just a reminder that as we tap, we often say the phrase of how we feel. So it's the negative. We give a voice to how we're feeling. This doesn't mean that we're creating it. It doesn't mean we're focusing on it. So it's going to expand. It means it's already there. We're, we're looking at it. We're giving it a voice so that we can let it go instead of pushing it down and holding it inside. This is a process of releasing things by giving them a voice while you tap. And that's the key to be doing the tapping. So we're going to tap on the karate chop point and we're going to say the setup statement three times. So tap on the side of the hand, the karate chop point, doesn't matter what hand you tap on and repeat after me. Even though I can't be happy until this happens, I love and accept myself. Come on now, I know you're listening. Do the tapping with me. So on the karate chop, once again, even though I stop myself from feeling happy, I love, accept, and forgive myself. One more time, even though I stop myself from feeling happy, I love, accept, and forgive myself. Eyebrow, I can't be happy. Side of the eye, not now. Under the eye, not with everything that's going on. Under the nose, I have this big problem. Chin, and I can't be happy. Collarbone, until it's perfectly fixed. Under the arm, I can't be happy until I lose this weight. Top of the head, I can't allow myself to be happy until I solve this problem. Eyebrow, I can't be happy until I've reached this goal. Side of the eye, all of this stress. Under the eye, all of this anxiety. 
under the nose. I'm so tired of trying so hard. Chin, I'm so hard. I'm so, excuse me, chin, I'm so tired of pushing so hard. Collarbone, I'm so tired of this critical voice. Under the arm, but I'm scared to let myself relax. Top of the head, I'm scared to let myself just feel happy. Eyebrow, because what if something goes wrong? Side of the eye, I have all of these rules. Under the eye, I can't be happy until this is fixed. Under the nose, holding back my happiness is exhausting. Chin, and it's so hard to feel creative. Collarbone, when I'm this tired. Under the arm, maybe I can begin to relax. Top of the head, even if I don't have all the answers. Eyebrow, maybe I can begin to be playful. Side of the eye, even if I'm dealing with a serious situation. Under the eye, maybe I can be happy right now. Under the nose, for no reason. Chin, all this pressure to do it right. Collarbone, all this pressure to fix all these problems. Under the arm, I begin to release it now. Top of the head, right now and right here. Eyebrow, I give myself permission to feel good. Side of the eye, I give myself permission to smile. Under the eye, I give myself permission to laugh at myself. Under the nose, life isn't meant to be taken so seriously. Chin, I allow myself to relax. Collarbone, right now and right here. I am free. Under the arm, releasing all of these rules. Top of the head. And feeling good for no reason. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Great, one more time, inhale, 
and exhale. And if you want, move, shake your hands like you're shaking water off your hands. Move your shoulders. Notice how you feel in your body. Also notice what came up. What was your aha moment? Think about it. In this moment, when we begin to relax, this is when we get the best ideas. This is when we're innovative. This is when we have those aha moments. So it's so important to also check in with how we feel. And maybe something particular came up, a certain memory of you being happy and someone saying, what are you smiling about? And suddenly feeling bad about it. If you have a certain event or experience, take a note of that. And later in our time, we are going to address how to tap on that. But for now, let's take a live caller. Let's speak to Liz from Los Angeles. Hi, Liz. Hello. How are you? Oh, I've been feeling better than I have today. <laughs> good, good. Any aha moments within that tapping? Well, I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety today. I mm. woke up feeling great. And then as the day wore on, I started to get a panic attack. Mm. Okay, so... So tell me, you woke up great, and when you began to to start feeling that anxiety, was it triggered by something in particular? Do you remember yes. having a thought? Yeah. So well, you... I was lay. I had a little. I work out of my home, and I had a little. I had a little backache, and I laid on like a tennis ball type thing to get rid of the little knot. Mm -hmm. And when I sat up, I got dizzy. And then that freaked me out. And then I was like, I've got to go drive to work and to a sales, I'm a sales rep. And then all of a sudden I got panicked and I was like, well, I'm trying to buy a house and I want to be married. And I want, and I'm, then I just got. Then it was the involved. spiral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I opened Facebook and I was like, poof, <laughs> there it was, the call today for your topic. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. You know, is <laughs> It's just a reminder that the universe has your back. It's important to yeah. note those things. And here you are chatting with me. So the universe has your, has your back. And talking about your back, I want to just, I want to ask you about that backache. Do you still feel that backache? Um, not as much. It's a knot right between my left shoulder blade, between a muscle between my shoulder blade and the spine. Okay. Okay. Because when it comes to our shoulders, we tend to hold a lot of stress and anxiety in our shoulders. And so anytime we have shoulder and back pain, it's important to kind of begin to explore that as well to see what emotion might be contributing to that pain. And that's an also great place to start with the tapping. So when you're lying there, there you are, your shoulders hurting, you stand up, you begin to get dizzy and you think about driving to work. Does work cause you anxiety even if that wasn't happening, does drive, does the idea of driving to work begin to create some sort of anxiety? Yes, because I have been working out of my home and I haven't been doing much work. Mm -hmm. So it's the anxiety of not doing the work. Right. So you're, so you're going, but you're saying that you had to drive to work. Well, I had, I'm a sales rep, so I had to drive to a, oh, okay. to a client. Account. And I actually need to spend the night out in the desert in the Palm Springs area. Okay. So, so you have this anxiety, this fear of I'm not doing enough. And mm -hmm. because you feel like there's so many things that you want to do. So you want to buy the house, yeah. right? You said relationship. Yeah. Okay. That's it's a like, lot. It's like it, a trifecta all time in one. I want to, I'm looking to buy a condo. I want to be married. I want to have children. <laughs> so like all, and all those things are kind of wrapped in together. Yes. Like, and you know what? When it comes, especially when it, are you in a relationship right now? No. 
So this is the tricky thing about relationships is that it involves two people, which sometimes yeah. is so annoying because you're like, okay, yeah, where, where are you? Um, yeah, there is something divine about relationships. And when it comes to finding the right relationship, it's the same way as we talked before about the universe having your back, that all of a sudden, you know, you had this anxiety and then in this perfect moment, what you needed came. And so in order to begin to start to manifest these things in our life that we can't completely control, it's to begin to have that faith and that, that the faith and the relaxation that comes with faith. Because in those moments of faith and relaxation, two things happen. One, that's when we show up as our best selves. That's when other people can see us for who we are. And the second is that's when we begin to get those ideas of let me try something new. Let me go to this party, you know, whatever it is. When you hear about people getting together, there's always a bit of magic to it, right? You know, when you, yeah. when you ask someone, how do you guys get together? It's always like, oh, well, you won't believe this. Every story tends to, um, to be about like, it was incredible how we ended up getting together. So there's some magic. And so we want to create room for that magic, but it's so hard to make room for magic when we feel like it's all on us and that we need to do enough in order to make this happen. And so we're not looking for support from the universe or something div more divine or from God. We feel like it's all on our shoulders causing yeah. a knot <laughs> in our shoulders and yeah, making it <laughs> and making it very difficult for also us to feel like people can see us for who we are. Because when you're when you feel that knot in your shoulders, when somebody else sees you, they see someone that feels all this anxiety to get things and not this free spirit that they want to hang around. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying yeah. that you're like that all of the time, but that underlying current of anxiety um, is really going to be holding you back. And it's also it's it's exhausting and it doesn't make room for that magic. And so the best thing to do is to begin to let go of some of that fear and to bring in that faith, to bring in that ability to just relax our body, allow ourselves to feel happy without needing all of these rules, these ideas that I will be happy once I buy the condo and once I'm married and once I'm kids, that then my life will have meaning and then my life will begin. When we yeah. have those beliefs, it keeps what we want away from us. It's like bug repellent to our dreams. Um, so are you up for doing some tapping, Liz? Absolutely. Okay. So first I let's on your, I just want to check in with the knot in your shoulder. How intense is it? You said it wasn't too bad, but I'm just curious on a scale of one to 10. It's about high as five, but the anxiety is like at a 10 right now. Okay. Anxiety is a 10. And what about, so the, does the anxiety come from this fear of not doing enough or does something, another kind of phrase come to mind? Fear of, fear of not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. For work, for condo shopping, for just everything. I feel like I'm like I'm just self sabotaging and not gonna keep my job, even though they love me and all going great there. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? It's like everyone loves you, but you're like I'm gonna get fired. And it's... I know. I get going to see that I'm like, oh, she doesn't actually work that hard. Well, because what I do is very natural and easy to me, so I don't have to work that hard. So then there's a belief there that if it's not hard, then it's not good enough or it's not worthy. And so when things come easy, you begin to devalue. If you're good at something, you go, well, I mean, I can imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're somebody, when someone gives you a compliment, you go, oh no, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, on some things, yes. Right. 
And I'm so much better at accepting compliments. But yeah, like, oh, I'm good. Not, I'm like, oh, work is easy. Like, I guess I just forget. Like, and it just comes naturally to me. Right. So let's let's begin to value that more to, because if you because right now you have n- something coming naturally to me means there is this fear that I'm going to be called out because it's not hard and I'm not working hard. And in order to be, to be enough and to be valued, it needs to be a struggle. I need to struggle to get to where I want to be. We want to get rid of that because we want to have that, that effortlessness where when you begin to attract things in your life, you do it with ease. So when you decide to start writing goals, whether it's a relationship or anything, this is the one thing I always start all of my goals with. I easily, so I easily buy a condo. I easily find a room. Mine a year ago, I'm in a great relationship. And one of the things that I did a year ago is I wrote, I easily find myself in a romantic relationship that makes me feel fulfilled and free. Yeah, I love that. So easily is the key word. So, okay, let's start tapping. And those who are listening, I know that Liz is not on her own when it comes to this. So tap along as well. And so Liz, you gave us the five with the shoulder and a 10 with anxiety. For those who are listening, again, measure. You can measure your physical distress as well as your emotional distress. So tapping on the side of the hand, repeat after me. Even though I have all of this fear. Even though I have all of this fear. That I'm not doing enough. That I'm not doing enough. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm so scared. Even though I'm so scared. That I'm sabotaging myself. That I'm sabotaging myself. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I have all of this, all of this anxiety. Even though I have all of this anxiety. Around not doing enough. Around not doing enough. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. And trust that I am exactly where I'm meant to be. And trust that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Side of the eye. All of this anxiety. All of this anxiety. Sorry, and I meant to say eyebrow point. So now we're moving to the side. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You pro. So now on the side of the eye, all of this fear. All of this fear. Under the eye, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Under the nose, am I messing this up? Am I messing this up? Chin, am I sabotaging myself? Am I sabotaging myself? Collarbone, there's all these things I desperately want. There are all these things I desperately want. Under the arm, I desperately want to buy a condo. I desperately want to buy a condo. Top of the head, I desperately want to get married. I desperately want to get married. Eyebrow, and I desperately want to have children. And I desperately want to have children. Side of the eye, and that's okay. And that's okay. Under the eye, I honor how I feel. I honor how I feel. Under the nose, I honor this desire. I honor this desire. Chin, and I allow myself to begin to relax. And I allow myself to begin to relax. Collarbone, I want this so badly. I want this so badly. Under the arm that I want to control everything. (laughs) That I want to control everything. Top of the head, I want this to be perfect. I want this to be perfect. Eyebrow, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to make a mistake. Side of the eye, and all I do. 
And all I do. Under the eye is look at everything that's not good enough. And look at everything that's not good enough. Under the nose, maybe that's the reason I don't have the house yet. Maybe that's the reason I don't have the house yet. Chin, all of this pressure. All of this pressure. Collarbone is so exhausting. Is so exhausting. Under the arm, no wonder my shoulder hurts. No wonder my shoulder hurts. Top of the head, no wonder I have this anxiety. No wonder I have this anxiety. Eyebrow, this is a lot of pressure. This is a lot of pressure. Side of the eye, trying to control everything. Trying to control everything. Under the eye, noticing every little mistake. Noticing every little mistake. Under the nose and wondering if that's the reason why. And wondering if that is the reason why. Chin, I haven't reached these goals yet. I haven't reached these goals yet. Collarbone, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Under the arm, all of this pressure on my body. All of this pressure on my body. Top of the head, maybe it's safe to begin to let it go. Maybe it's safe to begin to let it go. Eyebrow, maybe those things are going to happen. Maybe those things are going to happen. Side of the eye, no matter what I do. No matter what I do. Under the eye, maybe no matter what I do. Maybe no matter what I do. Under the nose, I can't mess this up. I can't mess this up. Chin, because the universe has my back. Because the universe has my back. Collarbone, it's shown up for me before. It's shown up for me before. Under the arm, in miraculous ways. In miraculous ways. Top of the head, maybe it's safe to begin to let go of some control. Maybe it's safe to begin to let go of some control. Eyebrow, and to begin to believe in magic. And to begin to believe in magic. Side of the eye. But I really want magic to work faster. (laughs) But I really want magic to work faster. Under the eye. And that's okay. And that's okay. Under the nose. It's easy to be patient. It's easy to be patient. Chin. When I begin to to enjoy everything that's around me. When I begin to enjoy everything that's around me. Collarbone. I'm done with putting my happiness on hold. I'm done with putting my happiness on hold. Under the arm, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Top of the head, I don't want to wait for the condo. I don't want to wait for the condo. Eyebrow, I don't want to wait for the relationship. I don't want to wait for the relationship. Side of the eye, I want to feel good now. I want to feel good now. Under the eye, I'm allowed to feel good now. I'm allowed to feel good now. Under the nose, I give myself permission to feel good now. I give myself permission to feel good now. Chin, because when I feel good. Because when I feel good. Collarbone, I let the magic in. I let the magic in. Under the arm, and I give myself permission to believe in this magic. And I give myself permission to believe in this magic. Top of the head, I give myself permission to begin to relax. I give myself permission to begin to relax. What is for me cannot pass by me. What is for me cannot pass by me. Okay, take a deep breath in. Great. Now I want you first check in with your shoulders. How's that feel? How's your body feel? My shoulder feels better. My body still feels a little like tingly, buzzy, like kind of panicky, but getting better. Okay, so it's 
So tell me, so before it was at a 10, is it still, does it still feel like a 10? No, it feels more like a seven, eight. Okay. A seven, eight. When we were tapping, what was the one thing that I said that might've triggered you? Either you heard it and you said, "Mm, I don't believe it. Or you heard it and said, oh my goodness, that's it. I don't remember. There was something that I was like, ah, I don't believe it. And now I can't remember what that was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, like the ease and the like, um, just I've been suffering. I've had panic attacks most of my life and I get better at it and get worse. And then I think, oh, these panic attacks are just going to keep coming in and causing me to, causing me setbacks. Mm-hmm. Like and, you know, and then we begin to panic about the panic. And yes, so we feel, exactly. we feel a little bit of anxiety and we start to go, oh, wait, is this an anxiety attack? Is this, does this mean that I can't handle what I'm doing? Does this mean I'm doing something wrong? And so what, what happens is there's so much judgment around the panic and one yes. of the powers. So what I really want you to focus on moving forward is that statement, even though, so even though I feel this panic, I love and accept myself. Even, yeah. even with this panic, yeah, yeah, yeah. even again, even if I'm experienced this full panic attack, even though I woke up fine and now I'm panic, I love and accept myself. I honor how I feel when you can begin to let go of the judgment you have around the panic. That's what's causing the problem. The panic, not the panic so much is the judgment of, oh yeah. my goodness, how am I not handling this? Okay. And what does this mean? And is this going to get worse? And so knowing that, hey, even if it gets worse, even if it gets better, no matter what happens, I have my own back. I accept myself. I will show up as my own friend. That's when we become fearless. That's when we don't have to fear the panic. When we say, even if I have this panic, I'm going to be my friend. I'm going to be nice to myself. Yeah, no, that's very true. Because I, my mind goes, you've been through enough therapy. You have a tapping practitioner here. You do this. <laughs> How mm-hmm. come you're still having this? And even with the statement, love and, like, I remember when I started tapping, I knew it was powerful to say I love and accept myself, but I would almost say it, like, just to get over my problem. Like, I'd yeah. be like, okay, I need to love and accept myself. Okay, I'm going to love and accept myself so I can get rid of this stupid back pain. Yeah. And it, it actually can't come from that place. It comes from a place of, even if I never get better, I have my own back. And when we can begin to practice that compassion and honoring how we feel, life becomes so much easier. Because let me tell you, everyone has some level of anxiety. I have level of anxieties over certain things. And the more that I'm like, hey, this is how I roll. I am I am in this business because I was naturally born with a level of anxiety. It's <laughs> yeah. something that it's always come very easily to me. I know people who just seem like they're never stressed out. I'm not like that. So I needed to have these tools. And it's made me much more empathetic. It means... I'm sensitive to negative emotions, which means I'm more sensitive to joyful emotions. And I feel deeply. And yeah. that sensitivity, I don't see as a wound anymore. I see it as a gift. And so going, really exploring that sentence of, I accept myself, even if I have this anxiety attack, even if it gets worse, that's when we begin to experience that freedom. Yeah, so no, the biggest, biggest thing is, about that, I'm like, okay, it does feel better. So it's about stop fixing and start accepting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I'm like, 
that feels easier said than done, but it is very true. Because sometimes I'm so good at it, just accepting like, okay, you just have a panic attack. Yes. And, and even when you're you're bad at accepting yourself, just accept the self, the fact that you're bad at accepting yourself. <laughs> it's the judgments that we have <laughs> of like I'm supposed to be doing this right. And you know, continue I, I you know, you said that you've done therapy and you're and you've been doing a tapping coach. Also know that you don't have to do those things from a place of feeling broken and needing to be fixed. Do those do those things from a place of self-love. I still have a tapping practitioner. I still do inner work because the work is never done. And anyone who tells you that their work is done is completely delusional and you don't want to listen to what they have to say because part of the human experience is growing. And we're not going to grow if we don't have moments in our lives that feel a little bit uncomfortable and force us to do things differently. That's what growth, that's how growth happens. Yeah, no, that actually rings really true, right? When people are like, oh, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, good luck to you. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Denial is not a river in Egypt. Right, right. Right, exactly. But Liz, I know that what you're going through, so many people relate to. And I would say, you know, my biggest advice to you is, again, to explore this idea of accepting how you feel and letting go of the judgments, having your own back and letting in some of that magic. Because, you know, to create these things, there has to be some magic involved because it involves a different another person. And so, you know, going back to knowing that the way that you had an anxiety attack today or you felt that anxiety attack coming on, and all of a sudden you open something that leads to the show and now we're here and I'm supporting you and you're inspiring all these people that are listening. That's not a coincidence. That's not by mistake. That is a sign that there is something greater than you that has your back. That's the magic. Yeah. And oh, so exactly when I saw that, I was like, oh, thank you, universe. Yes, yes, exactly. So just keep acknowledging that that magic and believing that magic is going to come in when it comes to buying this condo and, and finding the love of your life. Yes, yeah, thank you. That's good. Just yeah, it's just good to keep knowing that the universe has my back and seeing signs of it. Just keep building up. Yes, hey. yes, absolutely. Well, Liz, I know that you've inspired so many people by calling in and being vulnerable and so honest. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for all your help and all you do, all you okay. and your brothers do. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Okay. Have a day. Bye. Wonderful. See, this is why I love it when you guys call in because going back to what I said about my trip to Russia and speaking to a woman and realizing, wow, even though we're from two different worlds, two different countries, two different cultures, we're really not so different. And what Liz is experiencing is something that I think most of us have experienced. And so I, w I invite you to begin to give this more thought yourself. Can you begin to accept yourself. Can you have your own back when you're struggling, when you're having a hard time? Because that's when the magic happens. Can you begin to let go and make room for these miracles? Something to think about. So earlier I said that what I was going to do is touch upon how to tap on a past event. So I'm going to try to sneak in one last caller, but let me just touch upon this very quickly. A lot of times when it comes to happiness, guilt, it can come from a moment in the past when we were really happy. We were ourselves, we were dancing around and someone shut us down. Someone said, what's so great about you? What's so, why are you smiling? Why are you so happy? Why are you dancing? And suddenly we feel criticized for joy. And if we have come from a family where the norm 
was to be mis- be miserable or the norm was to worry. We had a mother who always worried or the norm was to feel angry, whatever that norm is. We begin to feel moments of happiness and it feels uh, different and it feels like it makes us uh, be pushed out of the tribe. It means that we don't fit in. And so we rather stay small and worry a lot because it helps us relate. We can worry together with our moms. We can complain with our friends. We feel safer than being happy and someone saying, who do you think you are? And so if you had a past experience when somebody said, who do you think you are? Notice that. And a great technique is to tap and say, even though this person said, and you say it, I love and accept myself and begin to tap while you tell the story. So say, I was seven years old. I was so happy uh, under the eye. I was dancing in the kitchen under the nose and I was singing chin. And then my mother said, collarbone, what are you smiling about under the arm? And in that moment, top of the head, I felt shut out. Eyebrow, I felt like I had done something wrong side of the eye. I felt like I had upset my mom. And so here I'm giving you examples of how you just let yourself tell the story and how you felt in that moment. Give it a voice and allow yourself to release it. And as you move to the positive, begin to say things like, I give myself permission to feel good. It is safe for me to be happy. That's a big one. When it comes to any kind of change, even good change, even being happy feels uncomfortable if we do not know that it is safe for us to feel free and dance without thinking that someone might shut us down. And, you know, suddenly we we have that guilt or that fear that we disappointed someone. So the greatest thing that you can do is the tell the story technique. So I'm going to take, we only have a few minutes, but hopefully I can help a caller really quick, at least point them in the right di- direction. Let's talk to Corky from Philadelphia. Hi, Corky. How are you? Okay. Well, sort of. <laughs> um, I'm calling because um, actually what you just said about the past experience kind of ties in here, too. Um, I made some really bad mistakes with regard to money. And um, now I'm uh, reaping the um, effects of that. And both in myself and from others, I'm getting a lot of judgment. And it's mm-hmm. really hard Let's, to forgive myself. I want you to tap as you're talking to me. I want you to just tap on your collarbone point. You know where that is? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. So just tap on your collarbone point. Okay. So you've made some bad financial ex- mistakes and you feel like you're punishing yourself and you feel like you're being punished by others. Yeah. Is that right? And, okay. Yes. And um, I... I realized that when you talked about a past memory, I um, had an experience with my family as a young adult, whereby I had overspent um, on a trip, and uh, and when I got back, um, there was a humiliating situation regarding it, um, and I think it kind of ties in. It's like, I am so afraid of being humiliated and and even asking for help yesterday I felt really judged Mm -hmm. I was really judged (laughs) and one of the things that we tend to do when we have you know I can tell that you have such a big heart that you have the intention that you really for you doing the right thing is really important 
So it letting is. people down or making a mistake can just, it, it hurts you more than it hurts other people. It, you really, really feel it. And when we are this sensitive, a pattern that tends to come up is we are so, um, we feel so bad about something that we think that if we punish ourselves, it'll protect ourselves from other people punishing ourselves. If we're hard on ourselves, then it's our way of showing the world, look, I know I did something wrong. I'm sorry. It's this idea of repenting. So this is an old, 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 old cultural, religious belief that comes up, this idea that in order to for, be able to forgive ourselves and have others forgive us, that we must punish, that we must have some kind of suffering that leads to that forgiveness. And that amount of suffering creates the opposite because it's this bottomless pit of suffering. We can never suffer enough we can never suffer enough where we get to a point where we're, we are willing to forgive ourselves. The suffering doesn't lead to where we want to go. So there, it's really important to have this understanding that for things to begin to shift, suffering isn't the answer. Suffering isn't the path. You don't deserve to feel this miserable. We all know, and you know that you feel that you made a mistake and you want to make things better. And I know, and you know that you will do everything to make things better. And so in order to get yourself in a position where you can now be creative and innovative and solve a, this big problem that you have, you have to come from a place of feeling empowered and feeling your own value, your own strength, and acknowledging the fact that you have a big heart, you have the best intentions, and that you don't need the suffering to prove that to anyone. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Definitely. So what I recommend that you do moving forward is first tap where you are right now. So if you had that conversation yesterday and it was very hard for you, just give yourself a moment to cry and to tap and to talk about it to yourself, to, give your, to allow yourself to have a voice of how you felt and to begin to tap. And then I would move on to saying, even though I have this belief that I have to punish myself until this problem is fixed, so again, even though I have this belief, I have to punish myself in order for this problem to be fixed. I love and accept myself and I know that there's a better way. And beginning to tap on this belief of I have to be mean to myself. I have to criticize myself. I have to punish myself in order to be a good person and just give that a voice and then go when, you, when you're feeling like it doesn't have so much of a charge, when you're feeling a little bit more relaxed then move on to statements as I know who I am. I know my intention. I know my heart. I hold on to that and I move forward. And really what you want to do now is just focus on building that foundation, that foundation of going just the knowledge that I have the, the best intentions and that I have a big heart. That's all I need. That is enough. There's nothing in me that's broken or needs to be fixed. I need to just notice that and create, make that solid, make that belief solid so we can create a, a foundation and build off of that. That's the only way that you're going to have the ability to move forward, not from that bottomless pit of let me beat myself up and continue to repent so people know how sorry I am. Is there a, a, a phrase or a place like to tap or a phrase to say about the, the um, not being broken? Yes. Um, you can tap. So let me, let me, I'm just thinking out loud. So 
even though I have a belief that I'm broken, I love and accept myself and remember that I am whole and worthy. You know what I recommend is is turn to Louise Hay's stuff. So Louise Hay's book, have you do you have her book, You Can Heal Your Life? Uh, I think I have an old copy. Yeah. Okay. That's all you need is that old copy. Grab that old copy. And what you want to do with the tapping is you want to first focus again. You don't want to go straight to the positive because if you went straight to the positive, there's going to be this voice that's saying, no, you're lying. This doesn't feel true, you know? And so you want to be able to just start with how you feel and be able to say those words in a way where now they don't trigger you as much. You don't feel the, the physical anxiety. You feel more relaxed because what we're doing with tapping is you have a thought right now. You have this thought of, I'm so embarrassed. I did something wrong and it creates this physical anxiety. And so when you begin to try to think positively, when you're in that depth of despair, your body is like, no, it, it doesn't feel true. And you say to yourself, it's not true because my body still feels this anxiety. And you say something negative and you feel a, such a strong response in your body that you say, well, I must be worthless because when I say this, my whole body reacts. So it must be true. What, and it's it's the opposite. I mean, what's happening is what we want to do with the tapping is we want to say those phrases until we can say the phrase and feel relaxed in our body. And if we can say, I'm worthless and kind of feel relaxed, then it's like we can take a step back and go, is that really true? Am I really worthless or is that just something I picked up? But when you're in the grips of the anxiety, it's so hard to take that step back and to choose another way of thinking. So that's why you want to really focus on how you feel and then go open up. You can heal your life. I recommend opening it to a random page and seeing what comes up. I really believe that books have a way of giving us the messages that we need. But begin to, to go through that book and notice if there's any um, of those affirmations that really stick out. Because one of Louise Hayes's principal like ideas is this idea that we're not broken and that we don't need to fix and that we are whole and worthy. And so she has a lot of affirmations around that. Just see which one really resonates with you. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for listening in. And, you know, going back to this topic, happiness, guilt, are we giving ourselves permission to feel happy or are we creating all of these rules around when we're able to be happy? And as we go through our day, let's be a little bit more playful. Even if we are dealing with a big financial crisis or a big relationship crisis, I want you to do everything you can today to laugh at something, to notice something that's beautiful, to feel good for a moment. That's it. Just give yourself permission to feel good for a moment and see how you can make that moment expand. When we begin to focus our energy on that, miracles happen. And again, it's important, you know, we want to focus on the joy as well as to validate how we feel. It's okay if we're having a hard time. Let's give ourselves the voice, the freedom to feel, and then let's focus on those little moments of happiness. Mm -hmm.